Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome my Game Pass friends. This is Nick and my co-host Sean is here in Scotland. He's not even in Britain. Any. He's not even in the UK anymore. He's in Scotland. Scotland on a vacation, but he's so he's so committed that he brought all his stuff with him so that we could uh, so that we could do this together. Uh, we have all kinds of information or, or topics to talk about from Gamescom hosts to acquisitions to I don't know. Let's just uh, let's just put in the eight track tape and uh, you know make it happen. You know, I was going to roll over all this stuff we've, we, we're we doing and talking about. And I was like, you know what? They'll find out. They'll find out when they listen to it. Sean, how you doing, man? How's vacation? Uh, yeah, it's good. I'm really good. Um, we're enjoying a lot of outdoor fun and activities. We we went to have a look at... Um, went for a walk in the local village to, to have a look at a suspension bridge that was built in the late 1800s, only to find out that last year in the floods that they had around here, it washed the bridge away so we walked five Aww. kilometers for for fun with kids that were very 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 fed up of walking in the heat so <laughs> and you're like yeah but kids there was an amazing thing that was here once <laughs> just imagine it <laughs> and then today was a beach day so we're all very much covered in in well we were very much covered in sun but now we're very much covered in sunburn i've managed mm-hmm. to burn the tops of my feet uh nice Eldest daughter Jay has burnt the top of her feet, and Lindsay's literally just left the room now, and she is very brown. So, yeah. Do you got to lather your head up, by the way? When you, I do. Factor yeah. factor fifty on the on the old Chrome Dome. Yeah. There to the okay. uh, reflects the sun. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it was fun. We there was a light where we went today. We was called Southern S. Um, they have a lighthouse there. It was built in the 1700s. First lit in the 1800s. Well, literally the beginning of the 1800s, um, and was then decommissioned in the 1980s. But it still stands, still there. You can't get in it. It just looks very good while you're there. So, hmm. but That's we did cool. a lot of stuff. We caught some crabs. We saw some sea anemone. Um, yeah, just generally had a fun day down at the beach. Taught the kids about a few things, which was cool. Um, like all the different stuff to do with like the sea, because where we were was very fast tide. So we got there about ten past ten. And the tide was about a kilometer out, and an hour later, the the like the sea was literally less than five hundred meters in front of us. Oh wow! So like they they learned very quickly that it came in quick. So I was teaching them all about referencing points and making sure that if they were in the rock pools, that they were keeping an eye on how deep they were getting and to keep moving back. Um, and exactly the same for when it was going out, because Logan's only still quite little, so if he was to get caught and get dragged a little bit he could be pulled out so it's just making them aware of how to be safe around the wall which was cool um yeah good day how about you you've had a bout of the uh the old c19 yeah yeah started started actually the night we got done podcasting this is the, is the weirdest thing man like i got down here and i was like i feel i'm feeling cold you know but it's the basement so the basement's cold that happens and but man, by the time we were done, like I was like, I got to get upstairs and like under some blankets because I am frozen. And uh, then when I got under the blankets, I realized like, oh, no, I don't think this is like basement cold. This is like I think I have a fever, maybe cold. And so and yeah, I was a rough night. And then I woke up and took a COVID test and sure, sure's enough. And then three days later, the kids, whoops, my bad. Uh, three days later, the we tested the kids and sure's enough, they got it, too. So. You know, my wife actually has uh, has been able to dodge the the COVID bullet at the moment, which I'm very happy for in a way. But, you know, the bummer is then <laughs> she can go out and she and she started school this week. So um, so she go, goes as she does have to to work. You know, they're like, well, yeah, if you don't have it and you're not showing symptoms, then come on in. Not like the old days. Right. The old, when it was like, hey, you're, you're around somebody who's got it. So you need to stay home, too. So. um. So yeah, she she gets to leave, and then I'm stuck with with COVID with the two kids with COVID. So that that's unfortunate, to be honest. But um, but we've been making it, and we're we're all on the upswing. We're all 
We're actually, we're in the annoying part now because the kids have to like stay home and all that stuff, but they are still full of energy. Like they are no longer like, <laughs> and so it's, it's like they are sick, but they don't feel sick. So they're like, let's go. Let's do them. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, we can't. You have to stay here. So, yeah. Oh man. Well, at least everybody got through. Okay. And there was no great, great urgencies with everything. Cause that's yeah. always the big worry, especially with kids that were too young to, to maybe be vaccinated or anything like that, that there's always that worry in the back of the mind that how bad are they going to get it? So. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first time that we knew they had it. So there was one other time where we got it and we thought they probably had COVID, but we all had a quarantine for so long. It didn't matter. So we were just like, well, we'll just quarantine like they have it and who cares. And so we don't, we don't really know if they had it or not though, but this was the first time we knew they did. And so, yeah, I was a little concerned. I was like, well, okay, you know, hopefully all go well. And, uh, and it did my, my daughter probably got it the worst out of all of us. She was, she was really warm, although really warm, but couldn't like, she was warm everywhere, like from her feet to her belly to everywhere. It wasn't just like a head thing. And when I tried to get like a temperature from her, she didn't have much of one, but like she was so cold. She would like literally go and lay on the linoleum. She'd like lift her shirt up and just like lay. She's five, by the way. She uh, lay on the linoleum, like with her hands out. Just I'm like, sis, what are, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm hot and this linoleum's the coldest thing i can find i was like all right well i'm not gonna tell you not to do it. you do you do what makes you feel good you're sick <laughs> whatever you want to do so uh yeah but yes you are right all is well we are better um yeah so um be- before we get into the top stories if yeah. for anyone that's listening via this as the podcast if you can reach out to us and tell us if you notice a difference in nick's voice quality <laughs> or just voice sound in general this week um he literally before we started recording, he 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 had an an alert from his Alexa saying that hey your package is here and he's bought himself a nice little fancy stand for his mic and I could not believe the difference it made. So yeah, I'm yeah. really I'm really <laughs> excited. So I mean, so for those of you who don't know, for some odd reason, I, the, my mic sits like three or four feet, well probably like three feet for, to the left of me normally, and I just kind of like pointed at me and I don't really talk at it. I just kind of talk and it picks it up um but now now it sits literally like eight inches in front of me and it's pointing right at me so so yeah i was hoping it would make a difference um and uh I Un- think, unlike I think me has... and my avatar who the mic tends to be generally in front of me because <laughs> yeah. i either have to talk quietly because other people in the house are sleeping or i just have a very deep low voice so it's hard to pick up yeah 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 i so but i mean it's cool it doesn't affect my avatar because it's like right here so and by for those of you it's like right under the the video camera picture for uh for those of you who are just listening in audio um but you know it's going to be a little different like next week you'll hear me the mic will be in the same spot but also i am very nasally right now so if you like this i'm sorry i can't keep it like i don't i don't know how to so if you're like wow he sounds great next week you might be like oh he just sounds like nick again well that sucks so (laughs) maybe the maybe the covid nasal is really really works for me too so i don't know i'll have to figure out which one it is if it's the stand or the nasally nasally voice um yeah so to, oh yeah we got a button for that hey well let's jump into top stories Sorry, people. It's uh, it's definitely top stories. I don't know, man. We updated the they updated the stream deck, and I can't figure out how to make everything work. It was so easy the first time. Why did you update it? Why, Elgato? Why? Uh, anyway, yeah, it's one of those big case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they thought something was broke. Somebody thought something was broken. I didn't. I disagree. Uh, Xbox is gonna host a Gamescom live stream on August twenty. 20- fifth uh we're thinking we might actually host this on twitch not actually live react to it but it'll be on our it'll be on our channel if uh you know that's where you want to watch it we appreciate it um yeah. so what if, I mean, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that it was going to be six to eight hours long we would probably do a live react with it yeah. but for reading through what's going to be there there isn't going to be any great surprises you're going to see a couple of things like um high on life and oh gosh can't wait give me some of that 
Yeah, we're going to see some high life. We're going to see what was the other one, the big game. I can't remember that. A Plague Tale Requiem's going to be there. I don't know if that's a big one to you. It's a big one to me. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Nick backing me up with things that I forget because I daren't open another link because I am only using mobile internet. So (laughs) yeah, um, uh, yeah. Well, that's fine. I, you know, I have it right here, and I still it takes me a while. Uh, Pentiment is that weird looking game that might be fun. Uh, Was that two D two D version of that game? um yeah i don't i yeah there's nothing here that like shocks me do you do you think there's something you know because they didn't say this is all that was going to be here they were just like hey here's a taste of what to expect yeah that's just a list of things that definitely gonna be there i mean we can still you can still expect there to be a small surprise because you know um it was august time last year where we kind of got a couple of like last minute surprises from xbox Mm -hmm. so we could see that again we might not i hope so because <laughs> you know, between now and October, there isn't a great deal of excitement for me, anyway. I know you've been excited about a couple of things that, well, at least one game that's dropped in the last week that mm-hmm. took your attention. So, but for me, I'm kind of start twiddling my thumbs down for the like the back end of the year and the beginning of next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would agree with you. I don't I don't see much. I mean, October's the month, right? Like that's that's the month when a bunch of stuff drops. Um like high on life and all that stuff. So, um but in, until then, yeah, it's a little it it seems it seems a little dull. Like we're missing some stuff. But now, you know how you know how Xbox is nowadays. They don't they used to give this roadmap that was at least like two weeks out. So like we would be looking at, we'd be, and that was great by the way, Xbox, if you want to go back to that, that really helped us out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But now they don't. Now they're like, Hey, guess what just came out? Guess what you can play right now, which is fun. Like, I don't, I don't lie. I'm I'm not, I I don't deny it. It's fun to be like, Whoa, what that just came out. Cool. Okay. I'll go check that out. Um, But uh, they don't when when, when you're trying to plan, content to create it becomes <laughs> yeah. a fucking pain in the ass because it's, it's literally like animal crossing all over again so we, we we used to sit there and predict oh we're gonna see this and we're gonna see that and then literally an hour after we finished recording and have that podcast go live it was like oh yeah, look the nintendo just dropped all this stuff for fuck's sake <laughs> yep yeah it's a hundred percent true and it's just it's so yeah it's weird um so we're obviously going to have more in August and September. I'm sure there's going to be some good surprises. Uh, le- leading into that, though, and to like, is there going to be a Gamescom surprise? Uh, everybody lost their living mind this week when like 30 games, including Elden Ring, appeared as uh, cloud games. And I mean, everybody like all like Idle Sloth, like all the big all the all the people who report or get like jump on stuff right away like they they were all on it they were like there are there are clouds appearing on games everywhere no pun intended it's gonna be raining games basically um and then xbox just uh like threw a bunch of cold water on that and was like hey that's a bug sorry we're gonna fix that none of these not well i don't know if they said none of these are coming they just said yeah that was unintended it was a bug which made me wonder was the bug the fact that the cloud appeared at all? Or was the bug the fact that the cloud appeared right then? Because they didn't specify. Uh, you see, the, the optimist in me says that the cloud <laughs> is there in the future. Then it just appeared too early. But yeah. the pessimist in me is like, no, they just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You screwed, you screwed that up. Um, but now, yeah. But, I mean, that would play really well into the fact that we're going to see some form of... Um, device like it's like last week we talked about logitech getting involved to make a handheld mm-hmm. device that was purely cloud-based so this would play really nice into that and i mean if they were doing like a pre-alpha test with just you know a control group for the handheld system and the cloud connection and they had to kind of run this properly and have a server that ran it to have the two servers like piggyback and handshake and accidentally get out that would fit really well so yeah but that would be that would, that would be nice to see. And Though I couldn't imagine how well Elden Ring had run on a cloud service. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, need different than anything else, right? I mean, it's just I don't know. Um, now, I, one thing I did think was if you are going to drop this little 
Roku box disc puck. That's what it's being called. What the puck? Why can't I remember any of this stuff? That was a, that's already a podcast title. <laughs> Sorry, we can't use it again. Um, uh, if you were going to drop something like that, what better game than than what everybody than what many people call game of the year to like to like unveil with that? Right. To be like, hey, the puck is dropped and uh, you can play Elden Ring on it right now. So, yep. you know, go yep. out and do it. We've dropped the puck. Now you can sit there and say, "What the puck?" While you get absolutely owned <laughs> yep. by a puckload of puckers. Just <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that, I was like, "Well, of course, Elden Ring's there," because I just paid. I paid like sixty dollars so that I could not play it. So of course, now they're gonna bring it out on some system that I could play it on. So <clears throat> if they do this, um, yeah, if they do this, I assume it will be, it will be for well, even. Even for Spokens on this list, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. That has to be a typo. Yeah, so there are, I mean, there's a lot of games on this list, like Call of Duties, which would make sense, Cyberpunk, Dying Light, Elden Ring, Far Cry 6, <coughs> um, Godfall, Soul Hackers, The Quarry, which just came out and everybody's raving about. I don't know. It's, like, it's, it's likely a uh, a bug that that we're never seeing these games, or at least not <laughs> for not anytime soon on this system so but 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 we can hope and we shall because we do that's right that's right um another big thing uh that everybody's been talking about wondering about uh hundred the hundred million buzz for game pass now let's be honest this is a little that they're a quarter of the way there maybe getting close to 30 million but they didn't they didn't specify that they just said that their their subscribers have been growing rapidly um i'm gonna guess they're not at 30 million because i just Knowing Xbox, I think they would. I think I said this last week. They would have said, we've hit 30 million. So 100 million buzz is hot right now. People are asking, is it going to get there? What's it going to take? Can they get there? Um, will Activision, will the Activision deal get them to 100 million, Sean? Well, I mean, last time we re- we kind of sat down and we, we talked about the amount of people playing Activision style games. It was in the 100 to 100, like, 25 million people that used to play Activision games. Yeah. So, yeah, if those people that don't already own things like the Call of Duty Vanguard, if the next Call of Duty is going to be available to play via Game Pass without a purchase of the game, uh, yeah, I can see that one game take them from 25 million to close to 100 million. So 100 million, like, Ah, I can, I can, I can, I get access to this amount of games, but I can play this game that I really want to play, and I don't have to spend seventy five pound for it. I can like get three months free, or three months for a dollar, which you know. Then if you add the rest of the year, which is nine months at like seven ninety nine, is still not even the seventy five that I'd spend on the game. It's a no brainer. You're saving, and you've got this other catalog of games that you can play if you're not, you know, if you don't want to play Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how they do it. It depends on how well the backlog of, like, the back catalog of games Activision have got, so like the Tony Hawks or the back catalog of Call of Duties that are there. Depends on how well they get received by other Game Pass fans or Game Pass subscribers and people outside of the subscription service. It all depends on how they kind of take that. I mean, for me, if I hadn't already got Game Pass and Activision was coming and I wanted to play the back catalog of Call of Duty games and I wanted to play things like Tony Hawk, Spyro, Crash Team Racing, all the Crash Bandicoot games, then yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's it's a cheap and easy solution to, to get those games without having to go out and buy them. Because, I mean, some of the Call of Duty games still hold their money. So even the previous uh, Cold War is still like 40 quid over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't think it'll get them to 100. I think they'll. I think they'll sail to 50 pretty easy with Activision, and they'll probably top out somewhere between 50 and 75. That's my. That's my assumption. Um. Now, if they can get what about a family plan though? If the if the family plan uh, comes out and coincides with the Activision, the the like Mm -hmm. the end of the Activision. Uh. The deal, basically, the closing of the deal is around Christmas time, and they bring the family plan out at the same time. Does the amount of subscribers count 
for the amount of people in each family. So if they have oh, a, totally. if they get one, yeah, but if they get one family plan used, does that automatically say, oh, well, we've got at least four subscribers? No, no, I don't. I mean, I hope they don't do that. That seems, that seems pretty. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that's what that's what the accountants call window dressing the numbers. Um, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully they don't do that. Um, no, I think they'll give you the true count of, of subscribers only if they have to by some by some regulated rule. Um, I think, but you're right. I mean, there are people that will that'll hop on the plan. We talked about this. I, I don't know how many, but there are people that'll be on the plan. Maybe between the two, they get to sev- to seventy five. But ooh, I don't even know if they'll make that. To be honest, that I mean, that's just so many people. If they do, here's the thing: if the if if Activision rolls in and everything kind of goes like you know like like it should, where you know that all those games start dropping on the Game Pass, or not like it should, but like we assume it will, all those games start dropping on the Game Pass. The family plan rolls out. The puck comes out. And here's the last one. They can start to get a timeline for first party games, which should not be that hard after you have 20 something studios <laughs> and now Activision. Like, like at this point, it should not be difficult to fill a year with at least a handful of first party games. Like it just shouldn't. Um, if they can get that rolling, that could get them to 100. I really believe it. Yeah, and that would be. But that still, would be even a pretty big number. even even for us to be reporting that they've hit fifty million people is a huge feat, considering that yeah. it's gone from like ten to twenty five in the space of eighteen months mm-hmm. there or thereabouts. Yep. Yeah, and and when did we see a huge increase? We saw a huge we saw a huge increase when first party titles rolled out, when Forza came out and Halo came out, and then it was like all of a sudden you started to feel the roll, and people were talking about it, and there was the buzz, and and Xbox had hit had hit this like you know this uh, this peak that people were always were super excited for, and then we rolled into 2022, which is like the, dr- <laughs> the drought of first party games, uh, as just falls. Holding us strong. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the one. That's the guy. Um, so so yeah. Um, next next on our on our list news news bulletins. Hold on just a second. <laughs> we have question question from the children of Nick sign and. <laughs> so first on the list of the news bulletins is. Immortality scores a 10 in this month's Edge. Um, I can't remember what Immortality was as a game. <laughs> so, oh, it's where you don't die, Sean. I mean, it's that, it's that obvious. I'll, I'll give you a rundown. I'm just kidding. I don't know either. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Um, children coming down here being all whatever, I tell you. An upcoming interactive Next. film. Oh, this is the Sam Barlow game. Uh, the interactive. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, is an is an upcoming interactive film video game developed by Sam Barlow. Yeah, there you go. I, See, I, I tried to play a Sam Barlow game. Oh, I can't remember which one it was now. Uh, was it Her Story? Did you try Her Story? No, it was the other one. Telling um, Lies then. Telling Lies. I tried okay. that and I had no idea what I was doing. So I, it, I, I, I didn't enjoy it. So hopefully Immortality has a little bit more information as to how to play the game and what you're supposed to do than, than telling lies. Makes me want to try one of these just because. Uh, by the way, Ninja Lunchbox just hopped in. Uh, the winner of all things Game Pass News. Uh, congratulations, man. Um, we uh, He thinks that GoldenEye 007 Remaster will either be announced at Gamescom or day one. That would be pretty cool. And that would be just the kind of game that I, I could... That, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, that's yeah. where you'll see a, uh, all the mm. old Nintendo fans that kind of have, have access mm. to a, an Xbox console or if they make it cloud or PC yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would be the, yeah I could definitely see that happen uh, Scorn uh, onto the next news bulletin Scorn's revealed as a 6 to 8 hour game ahead of its October 21st launch that's the creepy scary creepier one um, yeah, I mean, if he's going to try and revel Quake and Doom, six to eight hours is not going to be enough to warrant people, if you can get it on Game Pass day one, to actually go and buy the game, I think. I mean, the images that we saw 
um, and the showcase and stuff like that, it seemed very foggy. Didn't have much, um, you know, uh, foreground kind of stuff loading up. And I don't know if that was just because they hadn't finished it at that point or if that's how the game's going to play. And if that's how the game's going to play, it's going to be a big turnoff for me. But yeah, we shall see about that one. Yeah, it does seem uh, so. Developed by Ebb Software, published by Kepler Interactive. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a game for me, so I don't know what I'm. I, I don't even know why I'm trying to talk. But anyways, uh, it's six. To, <laughs> it's six to eight hours. I'm not going to play it whether it's one or six or sixty. It doesn't matter where it falls under there. Ninja Lunchbox is excited for it, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, he's just been I'm, chatting I'm, with the guys over I'm there. I'm keen to give it a go, and I'm kind of hoping that. We, we can apply for potentially getting a preview code or some form of being able to do something prior to the release just to give it a go. But I just, yeah, I, I had worries at the showcase about how the game looked. The, the, like the way the character move was good, the, the details in the game looked okay for what you could see. But it, again, mm-hmm. it just looked like all I have in the back of my mind is just this gray fog. It was always like looked to be six foot in front of you all the time. So well, that's how you make it scary. You put fog there, and then you make creepy things jump out at you and kill you. And then you get three bullets, and that's it. And then, then you just have to shoot right and hope you don't die. Uh, that's how that's how horror games work. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Stormwright and Inkle Naughty uh, revealed to be games. Coming to Game Pass, lots of lots of games coming. Uh, a Souls like Moonscar just got uh, just got dropped as uh, a Game Pass game that'll be coming next month. I, these don't have real legit dates on them, but uh, this is a Stormwrights, an open world action RPG set in a dark fantasy medieval kingdom of Red Reach. This actually, I mean, just by reading this, I'm I'm somewhat interested. Start your journey as a young squire in a small town entangled in an ancient war. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'd be some I'm I'm I am somewhat interested to play that. Uh that he sounds like Splatoon meets the Illuminati. <laughs> Just uh, from the tile. I can only a, go off the tiles because again I don't Google anything because I don't uh, want to interrupt the uh, the connection. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inglenaughty is a turn-based strategy medieval game. Wait, I can't. I was trying to paraphrase, but I can't because it's too weird. Inglenaughty is a turn-based strategy with medieval animals inspired by 700-year-old real-life medieval marginalia. Mm, I don't know. In Inglenaughty, <laughs> what, what have I? What what rabbit hole have I just gone down? Um, in Inglenaughty, you are the master of living ink also known as the titular inklenati i don't even know if i'm saying the game's name right about this you are part of a legendary group who battle one another on the pages of medieval manuscripts less interested in that but it could be good i'm not i'm not saying it's not i'm just saying uh that one's that one's a little different uh anyway so uh, uh, next time we have a a game pass news showcase if we can find a trailer for that shall we include them in that so we can talk about it because we know we haven't gotten this week because there isn't anything really new and exciting coming next week so yeah 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 we could we could do that um we uh yeah those games are t well i guess they're still 2022 so uh that's what inkle naughty is and i i don't have storm right for some reason um okay so uh fall guys dropped that they will have a crossover with sonic i gotta open that up i got to 100 this season and i was like all right i'm good i'm done and i mean i know they have the like mini events every week or two weeks but i wasn't gonna go back i needed a i needed a fall guys break like i i i was playing a lot and so i was i was good to get my level 100 get my free next battle pass and kind of call it good for now so but I might check it out. Yeah, we we've I've not played Fall Guys for a while, and we brought the switches with us. I brought the OLED, and the, my daughter brought a Switch Lite, and we were like, she was like, "Oh, we'll play we'll play some Fall Guys this afternoon." Like, and I was like, "No, we won't." She's like, "Why not? I've got my Switch. You've got your Switch." I was like, "Yeah, but you've got no internet. Can't actually connect to anything to do anything." She was like, mm. "So she's been playing like Minecraft Dungeons when she's like having five ten minutes to herself in Minecraft." So. yeah yeah uh yeah fall guys with noah came and went like that like it was like mm, he was out 
uh, so we'll see. Right now, he's all about he's all about Splatoon. He's been playing that a lot. Super excited uh, about uh, Splatoon three. He is. So we'll see. We'll see if he sticks with that any longer. Um. Uh. Yeah, man. Ninja Lunchbox said he's still playing multiverses, and I didn't get to it. I wanted to, and I I didn't get there. But uh, we'll uh, chat about I, that in a second. After the last podcast, I played that for a little bit that evening, and then played it again the day after, and I won my the first. 1v1 game. I won that twice twice in a row, which was fun. So I've learned nice. Superman is quite quite pretty much the character I like to use for now. Um so those are those are news our our news bulletins. We do have some acquisition watch. Uh analysts predict Activision Blizzard deal could be finalized this year. You want to talk about being ahead of schedule. On like a huge piece of uh, uh, a huge contract. I mean, this it was it was June of last year, right? Wasn't that what they were predicting? Uh, June June of next year, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how time works. Um, anyways, but that- <laughs> <laughs> all right, Link. <laughs> <laughs> it was June of yeah, next no. year. Yes, yes. So it's a shame that they they can't do the same time as same kind of time schedules for the games. But you know, it's nice that they're going to get this done early. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. want to get this done before Christmas because they'll want that Christmas boom with the back catalog of games from Activision. That would be pretty Plus amazing. Whatever else Activision allowing them to have access to when it comes to like their window of game releases in November. That's why that's why all the games got delayed. Like Phil was just like, listen, I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a janitor, if you're a developer, I don't care. You're gonna go over there and work on this acquisition. That's what it, that's what it was. <laughs> Everybody's just like they're just like bugging the law department, being like, What what do we legal? They're bugging legal, being like, What do we what do we need to do? Phil told us to help you. We're not supposed to work on our games anymore. <laughs> they're like, boom, get it done. Uh, um, also, uh they are they are working their way through numerous countries uh trying to get this trying to get this acquisition passed and they are currently in brazil um i don't know if phil's just like flying from country to country i don't know how that works um so so uh they have to go in front of the council of economic defense and uh and defend why they think they're their acquisition should go through in Brazil. And apparently Sony has released a, uh, what do we want to call it? Sony has released objections to why Microsoft's Activision Blizzard buyout should go through. I don't know if they're doing this in every country. I imagine they would. The reason this reason Brazil is important just for, for the, and I had no idea until I read up on this, just so everybody knows. Um, Brazil is an important country is because they're, um, their process of getting this acquisition through is public, which they're the only country which is, which y'all, we should all start taking more from that when it comes. That might be the only thing we need to take from Brazil, but we need to take that from Brazil. Like, like make our process public so we can all have some fun and, and see what, what's going on. Um, anyways, in this, in this rebuttal of why, of why Microsoft shouldn't be able to have, uh, I shouldn't be able to acquire Activision. They state that they think that Microsoft owns 60 to 70% of the subscription market, which I thought was pretty impressive. I, I wouldn't have thought that they, that it was that high. Yeah, but the thing is, it's, it's just, that's just bitterness from Sony because of course they're going to own that much more of the subscription service like, market oh, because they've, they've had a subscription service going for a hell of a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So if, if 60% of the people in the world own an Xbox, they're going to be part of the subscription service potentially mm-hmm. yeah so makes perfect sense <laughs> sorry sony you weren't you know you were late to the game you seem to be doing quite well with your game by all accounts but you were late to it so shut, shut up and sit back and yeah 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 i i mean i i totally agree they're like cranky con you know at the moment being like well listen ah, get off Get off! Get off this lawn! Come on over to I our mean, lawn where we are obviously <laughs> winning. Don't do that. Do this. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you do. You, you know, you're doing things slowly when Nintendo beat you to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so I Xbox mean, did Game Pass. Nintendo went and went, hey, look, we can just get like this family service and they get extra games. And there's this thing where we can like nostalgize all our games and play them as an emulator on our con. That's a good idea. Let's do that. And then Sony have kind of gone, huh, Nintendo have done something before us. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. So so Ninja brings up the other part of this of this article, which I don't, I don't talk about this. I'm going to have a moment on this. So there... So there, in this article, uh, in Microsoft's rebuttal to this, they say, well, but wait, listen, uh, Sony's been blocking rights for certain games to be on Game Pass. Uh, and so, I mean, at first I was like, say what? That's ridiculous. But what's, isn't that just a, a worse, like, it's just a, a bad way to spin it. Which, kudos to Microsoft. That's the whole point of these things. Like, to say you've been blocking rights, paid for blocking rights, it's, it's really just saying you've paid for exclusivity, which don't these companies do all the time, right? I mean, yeah. is there a difference between paid exclusivity and paid for blocking rights? That's my question. Or is it just the same thing um, said differently? Paid, paid for exclusivity, yes. To blocking rights is different because you you are paying for that game to come to your console to be only be able to play that game on your console either permanently or for an allotted amount of time but then you don't monopolize it in the sense of that anybody that's on your subscription service can get to it you still have to go and buy the game and give that money to the developers and the publishers straight away rather than going through sony to do it or through microsoft to do it so when they say blocking rights, if Microsoft have a game on their Game Pass subscription and they say, you're only on our subscription, you're not allowed to be on their subscription, that to me is different to exclusivity because if you then want to be able to play that game without purchasing it, you have to go through Xbox and their subscription service. It's not a case of that you actually have to go and pay for the game and buy it outright. You, I mean, if you were a Sony user and there was blocking rights towards Xbox, you could go and buy the game and play it on you on the Sony console. So that's how I feel. It's different mm. for me. Yeah. I mean, that might not sound different to somebody else that's listening, but it's a case of like if I ever if I wanted to go and play the new Spider-Man game, I have to go and buy a Sony PlayStation and then the game to play it. Where you know some of the stuff like on the streaming services is a case of if everything was on every service, doesn't matter which console you've got, you could have whatever game is there available. But if they turn around and say, well, we only want this on our console, you can't have that on yours. It kind of forces the hands a little bit more, I think, but I'm not sure. The more yeah. I think about it, the more I talk myself into a hole. I am not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that. Okay. So here's, here's the pair. I'll read the, the quick paragraph here. Microsoft says Sony's concerns are incoherent. All right, well, there you go. Given that by virtue of PlayStation's dominant market share, the company is a leader in the distribution of digital games, especially when, as Microsoft claims, Sony has actively hampered the growth of Game Pass by paying for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like paying... For, I, I, yeah, I feel like paying for blocking rights is just paying for exclusivity. And so, I mean, you know, that... That's that's part of the gig. Um, that's what happens in these in these things. Some somebody lays down a chunk of change, and then it's not on the other system anymore. So, um, so uh, yeah, um, I I think that's kind of a I think that's kind kind of a no go argument for me. But I mean, uh, this is really interesting to see uh, some of these. We we talked last time about how. Microsoft was downplaying how big Call of Duty was only really so that they could get through one of these acquisition processes. And they're they're doing it, man. They're doing it like it's just it's great to see. I mean, if anybody's got to go through this process, Microsoft's a great one. Right. Because they've they've been through they've been through the ringer when it comes to uh, when it comes to these acquisitions and and uh, monopoly processes and all of that. So I think it's great. And it's fun to and it's fun to watch. It's fun to just like when you get a tidbit like this, you're like, "Ooh, more stuff! Great, let's see what's on it." So uh, yeah, anything else on that, man? Uh, no, it'd just be interesting to see as it gets closer to closing what other things start 
kind of surfacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm I'm interested to see when. So like Microsoft Xbox is all pretty mum, right? On this whole process, on the whole process. Um, I don't know if mum's the right word. They're mum on how they're going to how how they're going how Xbox players are going to benefit from it. Really, you know, yeah. they're not talking about like boom, you know, like Call of Duty's coming, this is coming, that's coming, like, like, and I think they realize that they have to, like, they have to just shut up and get through the process. But I'm interested, like, at what point will Mike will Microsoft start being like, well, guess what's coming your way, you know, like that's what that's what that's when I want to. I'm interested when you start seeing them tweet about like Activision or, or any of that stuff. Yeah. Then, you'll, uh, then you'll know that they're like they know it's in the bag. We're good. We got it. Yeah. And they can start I get sharing a feeling, some of the other stuff. I get a feeling that when they know it's going to close, they will just start going <laughs> and throwing lots of stuff out into social yeah. media. There'll be stuff everywhere. It'll yeah. like that. You just everywhere you turn in the gaming world, you will see Microsoft Activision game <laughs> that content stuck together somewhere. Yep. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Ninja Lunchbox says, "Meanwhile, Nintendo is off in left field doing Nintendo things." Hey, that's true, and they do them good. You know, I mean, I, I mean, listen, yeah. I you, you throw the shade, but man, they do them good. Like they just, if anybody's putting out content, putting out software right now, it's Nintendo. Like, congratulations to them, and they do acquire stuff. Uh, it's small. It doesn't make the headlines. Nobody really cares about the companies, but they do. Like, like they work with the company for years, and then they're like, "Yeah, we like them." And then they just kind of like scoop them in and, and usually, yeah. And usually they're, they're not like flashy companies like Activision or, um, or Bungie or, or, you know, Bethesda or anything like that. Usually they're just companies that help with doing parts of the games that they make and they do, and they do it well. And so they just bring them in. So, yeah. yeah. Always makes me laugh when we sit here and talk about it because we always talk about Sony versus Microsoft. And a lot of, like a lot of times, and I hear this on other podcasts as well, they tend to leave Nintendo out because yeah. Nintendo always seems to be that that company that don't seem to be making great moves and shakes. But then all of a sudden it kind of rolls up and they kind of drop stuff like the Switch or you know a couple of big AAA games that they've got lined up. And it's like everybody goes, what? <laughs> what were you yeah. doing? How have you done this? So, yeah. I mean, really, Phil needs to go over there and be like, listen, I have a lot of studios and I can't make any games happen. So can you tell me, <laughs> yeah. can you tell me how I make games? <laughs> how I put yeah, games man. on the calendar and make them actually come out on time? Please, anything, yeah. anything you got. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it not too long ago, but like with, um, uh, with Xenoblade coming out. Wasn't it Xenoblade? Was it? Yeah, it was Xenoblade. They just kind of were like, hey, we're going to bring that out three months early. You know, and I mean, like, <laughs> we just can't forget anything. They're like, yeah, this is going to get pushed by a month. But uh, I think it was Splatoon. Splatoon got pushed, I believe. Yeah, it was supposed to be a July game. And it's like, yeah, we're going to push Splatoon. But don't worry. We're just bringing Xenoblade up. Like, there's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And it's like, like <laughs> Microsoft's like, we have As Dusk Falls. It, it, we're only halfway through. We got one game, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's just Nintendo. Nintendo's been doing it enough where they just like they know how to keep them rolling even through the tough times. So that's acquisition watch, people. We are on to let's see if it works. The Xbox Spotlight. And if you were like, dang, I heard that last time. Yeah, you did, because the top stories didn't play. So I just pushed all the buttons until one worked. Uh, but you know, this just one works. Um, the old stream deck. <laughs> just give it the old slap. Uh, uh, Sean, uh, why don't you go first? You've been playing one thing. Yep. I have been playing one thing after the last podcast. We kind of went straight into, it was Friday. So Saturday morning, went straight into kind of getting everything ready for the holiday. Sa- Sunday was packing all day. Um, and then Monday was the drive up to Scotland, which took a hell of a lot longer than expected to due to an accident, but the worst, not on my part. Yeah. 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 Um, That's good, good point. So as I mentioned earlier, I brought the OLED switch with me. The dads after dark have got their, the new monthly mayhem for Mario Kart going because Mario Kart's new deluxe tracks have dropped. Um, and this week's is mushroom gorge, which if anybody ever played mushroom gorge on, Mario Kart Wii 
Um, you will know the infamous like jump at the, the end of each lap that you have to do, which if you don't get it right, you can either okay. slide off into the grass and it kills a couple of seconds or you drop and you have to get picked up by, uh, I can never pronounce his name, like, but the cloud guy. As my, my little boy. Yeah. That's what I Lack call him. I don't, that, I don't know if that's right, but that's what I call him. Which hampers you for at least five tenths, like half of a second, which doesn't seem a lot, but when you're down to like battling against Drew for 0. 0.047 of a second, um, you you try and take everything you've got. So that's basically that's all I've been playing. Um, I've had three good goes at the time. The time that I've got is my best time I can possibly get. I think because um, as you listen to this as a podcast or as we're recording it now, it's pretty much today is the last day to get those in. So. I'm expecting to wake up in the morning to a lot of disappointment and they slowly move down the charts as everybody drops their hidden times that they've not been uploading as ghosts because they're all sneaky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a title to I have a title to claim, so the next one I'll hopefully be able to put a bit more time in and make sure I don't get beaten because you know I don't like losing. <laughs> and then that's all I've been playing. Um, lots of outdoory stuff, lots of walking, lots of playing around in beaches and climbing around in trees. So yeah, not much time to play games. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. Doing the vacay thing. I think that's awesome. Um, I, I am still slowly chipping away at Xenoblade. I feel like I'll be doing that for a long time, um, but I'm not going to let it drop off my radar. I'm going to keep, keep plugging away in, in, in bits and pieces as I can. Uh, the fact that I gotta, I gotta really like be able to watch the cinematics is, is, is killing my time though. Cause uh, when I play with the wifey, obviously that doesn't work. Um, uh, also on the switch, I am playing uh, Lego city undercover with the kiddos. I think we're about done with that game, uh, which will be good. Cause that'll be the first game in like two months that I've added to the, uh, that I've added to the beat list. It's been a long, it's been a long time. Um, and then the last game on the switch that I'm playing is Splatoon two. As I said, uh, just kind of like a real cool moment as a dad, I got to watch live the Splatoon three with, with Noah, the Splatoon three direct, which was really cool. He was super excited. And, um, and so just to be able to watch that with him and he was just, he was just always like, Oh, look at the, look what they're doing here. Look what they're doing that. Or, Oh, that's so cool. Um, I was, I was really excited. So we, we were both buying a copy. Uh, we'll see, see how long that lasts and how we, uh, how we, how, how long we stick with it. Um, and I won't lie. Noah's better at that game than I am. Uh, for sure. Like hundred percent. Uh, so I just kind of, I just kind of tag along. Um, two point campus started. I, I played that on when it came out, which was, I think Tuesday now that I'm trying to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was Tuesday. And I played that game. That game is a time suck. Like, and, and I mean, not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like you get really like sucked into like how your campus is doing what's going on. Sorry to back up two point campus just dropped on game pass on Tuesday. Um, and it is a, it is a management sim of, a, like a, like a higher education campus. Okay. And so you immediately get thrown into this first, like really easy campus. All you have to do is get one star and they, they show you the objectives on the top right hand side of like what you got to do. Once you get the one star, you can move on to the next one, which I did to the to that one. And, and it's really cool. Like you get to make the classrooms. You get to put stuff in the classrooms like you want. You can decorate the classrooms, which all kinds of different things. A lot of those decorations help your like help your campus score and help that classes ability to learn. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's really neat how that works. Uh, Ninja asks, is it is it like The Sims? No, I would not call it like The Sims because you're not like you're not focused on one student. You're focused on this campus as a whole. But I mean, time does like you you go through each year, year one, two, you each school year, and uh, the, they have classes. It's I'm trying to think of one. It's more. It's, it's loosely it's, it's like, like roller coaster, like a roller coaster tycoon or a zoo tycoon, something like that. Except obviously, it's all about colleges, and you want to, you know, you got to have bathrooms and you got to have 
uh, like dormitories for them, places for them to eat, places for them to throw stuff away. You got to hire teachers and janitors and assistants and librarians, and you got to pay attention to how much money you're bringing in because all this stuff costs money. And so you're paying attention to all that while you want to hit these goals of like, you know, how many people are you, how well are they doing in their classes? Um, geez, how well is the hygiene uh, like level in the, in the, in the campus like how dirty is it uh can your science team if you you can schedule like school school dances and things school events like student events also <laughs> how the morales do it yeah how the morales doing as well like are they entertained <laughs> yeah um f- for me <sighs> I think I, I can only reference like two point campus to things like like you say rollercoaster tycoon theme hospital uh, theme park and two point hospital because you know this this mm. franchise did the hospital fa- yep. like yeah. side of things as well so yeah and I so uh, sorry I had a I had a cough moment I had a COVID moment my bad uh, still still working through that um, and so yeah I I really enjoyed it. I moved on to the second campus right away. The second campus I'm I'm I've made the one star and I'm working on the two star. But man, like I started at 10 and I was just tooling away and all of a sudden I looked down and it was like 1 in the morning and I was like, "Really? Like I I I can't, I don't know what happened to those all those hours that I just <laughs> that I just lost." Um so yeah, but it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I also played Turbo Golf. Forgot to add that to this list. Uh, I played that uh, after we got done podcasting last Thursday. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I, it's too much like, and I said this last time, it's too much like Rocket League for me to probably really love it. Um, yeah, I kept getting my butt kicked by a bunch of people who were better than me. My ball kept falling off the the, the course and yeah, it was a problem. A lot of did not finishes, unfortunately. I should give it another go because I was very cold and uh, kind of starting, starting, uh, starting my COVID journey at that point. So yeah, and I, I didn't know. Say that that evening, that evening you came in like really hot and like all the energy in the world, and then we were kind of on together as you were playing uh, turbo golf, and I was kind of like could kind of hear the voice trailing down. And I was like, he's either not enjoying the game or he's just tired. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not certain. I'm definitely tired. Uh, maybe I, I, I thought I wasn't really enjoying the game, but maybe I just wasn't enjoying the start of COVID and I didn't realize it. So we'll see. But that is uh, that is all I have been playing. Um, on to the party chat. We have questions. And we want to thank you guys for giving them to us. Uh, we love it when the community gives us questions, um, posts on Discord, and on Twitter when I remember to hit the send button. So I'm sorry uh, that didn't happen. I, I loaded up Twitter the right before the um, right before the uh, podcast and realized that I had wrote out like this, like "Hey, we're going live. Give us questions. We love them." Blah blah blah. And I never hit send. So there you go. Um, so sorry about that. Uh, first question though from from. Zablanc from Dads After Dark. Dads After Dark. What is your favorite series that you got turned onto via trying some random Game Pass game? Sean, you go first. Oh dear. Um, I don't know. Uh, it probably. I don't know what kind of genre you, you, or series that you want to say it is, but uh, Lonely Mountain Downhill. That was probably like just. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go because I like mountain bike games and then got really into that. They haven't done much of a series, but then what I have found since then is there's a couple of mobile games very similar to those, and mm-hmm. like I've chewed through them really quickly. So uh, Pedal Up being one of the mobile games, which I've absolutely loved. Nice. So. Uh, for me, the series would be uh, Slime Rancher. Uh, and that's really thanks to the Xbox community as well. I was... Uh, they debuted Slime Rancher 2. I bo- oh man, when was that? That was that was last E3, wasn't it? Like 2022. Yeah, that was E3. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and 
I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And uh, then I we got done with the stream, and all of a sudden, it was like, Slime Rancher 2, yeah, can't wait, super excited. And I'm like, um, okay, well, I now I feel like I need to try it, because everybody thinks it's really cool. So I, I jumped on Game Pass and tried it, and sure enough, got hooked. Like, I, I played that game for a good long time. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for Slime Rancher 2 whenever it comes out this year. Because it's still yeah. slated to come out this year, I believe. So hopefully yeah. it does. And action RPGs, don't forget that you, because of, thanks to Game Pass and trying. That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah, that's that's a that's a real good point. Um, yeah, I have found out that I don't hate all RPGs because all all RPGs are not are not turn based. I just don't like turn based RPGs. Um, yeah, release is still Q3 2022 for Slime Rancher 2. So there you go. Monami Park, the developer and publisher of that, by the way. Um, anything else on that one? Um, no, I mean, I know that I like Metroid style games. I know that I like first person shooter horror games. I know that I like survival kind of games. So, and they're a lot of what's on Game Pass. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And by the way, I might. I might be adding uh, the two point series to that list as well, but not not just yet. I'm not I'm not there enough at the moment that I want to say that that's a for sure thing. Um, say I liked two point I liked two point hospital, so I do I do want to give the campus thing a go because I think there might be a bit more humor with the two point campus. Oh, there it might is. work a bit more humor. In. Oh, oh, there is for sure. Like, like so. It has very nice, like, piano-y, floaty kind of music throughout the whole thing. Kind of keeps you going. It it flips enough tracks that you don't feel like you're listening to the stuff too much. But then there's, like, this uh, kind of like this announcement lady that comes on randomly throughout your time and, and says certain things. Some of them are important, like, you know, hey, your science lab's on fire. You might want to look at that. <laughs> um, others, others of them are more like... Uh, thanks for coming so that we could give you a future of hope and mounded debt. Like, like there's just a bunch of that, like, like, uh, just funny commentary like that. So yeah, that make you chuckle. Um, by the way, if you are interested in looking at that, I wasn't feeling the best, but I was playing. So I did a one hour, um, uh, kind of like first look at it. There is no voiceover. It's just the game. You can see it on our YouTube channel. Um, it's just me playing the game is all it is. You don't even see me. It's just the game and the game audio. That's it. Um, so second question from John Hambone John. This one's Hambone Johnny. Um, first off, he he wants to. By the way, Hambone Johnny and Ninja Lunchbox tied for the top achievement score of seven twenty. Those were that was the that was the top entry we had seven twenty out of a thousand and so he 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 says first off shout out to our boy Ninja Lunchbox for taking home the bacon in last month's achievement hunters congrats dude so yeah shout out to him and then he also had a question two point campus looks like a ton of fun if you were in charge what's your best idea for the next game in the two point series can can we can we talk about some of the things that were said. In the party chat section of Discord, or sure we are we can. trying to keep? Yeah, yeah. John's so always there. The dads after that, <laughs> dads after that, kind of jumped on it straight away and went two point brothel. <laughs> Could you imagine? Which, <laughs> hey, you've got to look after hygiene. You've got to look hire people. You've got to fire people. You've got to have rooms. <laughs> janitors have definitely have, yeah, need janitors you need a janitor and, and supplies. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> so I can see how that works. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, you got to hire those girls too, you know. I mean, man, yeah, got to make sure I, you're I wouldn't checking want, for their IDs. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want them to do a theme park because I think theme park style simulators have been done to absolute death. Yeah, the um, roller coaster kind of got that wrapped up. But like two point supermarket, like you know, you were to run a supermarket, yeah. you have a two point mall. That'd be even better. Mm, yeah, yeah. Big shopping center, you have different pop-up stands. You've got to kind of look after the hygiene and the mm -hmm. whole center, manage your prices. So for me, yeah, I mean, like some kind of mall shopping center kind of thing I'd do. So this will be right up Hambone Johnny's alley as I, as I, as I know him. Um, a long time ago, and I loved this game, uh, there was a game called Sid Meier's Golf. This game was so much fun. Like you created your own 
your own golf course. You got to put the bunkers where you want. If you made it too hard, people would be like, and if you made it too easy, then you wouldn't get like the pros to come out and play. And you wanted to get like, you had to get so many people and, I don't know. I just like I sunk so much time into that game, especially um, in college. I played a ton of it. So I would like to see two point golf, like golf course or golf or whatever. Uh, I think it'd be fun to make your own golf course. Got to buy the land. You know, you got to keep the people happy, get the cart. And now you you did that, too. You put like little entertainment carts out there. You hosted. um you would host like uh, events and stuff like uh, tournaments and all that. So yeah, I would love to see, I would love to see them do that, do that again in a, in a modern, in a more modern setting. Cause uh, Sid Meier golf was, uh, was a long, let me see how long ago that was. See if I can pull that see, up. See that, that sounds like it'd be fun as well. If you could include like having to build a mini golf course for like, you know, the kids entertainment side of it. Yeah, Sid Meier Golf and Fire Axis did that in 2002, so that's 20 years ago. So yeah, I would I'd wow. love to see it. Love to see it again. That makes sense yeah. too. 2002, because I was just I was a freshman in college, and I remember playing that game so much in college. Like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Any- so the next question comes from. Neo Prime, which is Mr. Timolf. Uh you take over Phil and rebuild Xbox at the same point in time when he took over in real life. I don't I think there's bits of that question uh, missing. Yeah, I may not have copied it all, so that that might be on me. That might hold on. I'm going, I'm going to the thing and doing the thing. Um I'm I'm assuming he's gonna ask like what direction do you take it in? Uh I would think uh Oh, oh, that wasn't so much of a question as it was an answer to that. It was an answer to the to the two point question. Two point Xbox. You take over. You take over his fill and rebuild uh, Xbox. Okay, Sorry, my that makes sense. I was just copying stuff. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I was copying stuff. I was like, uh, uh, I got to get the questions over there. My bad. So, is that all? So questions? that is yes. That is our our last our last question. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. So we don't have we don't have a GPN showcase today. Um, yeah, so I think that that is our show, sir. Excellent. Um, thank you very much, people, for visiting, Mister Lin- Ninja Lunchbox. Thank you very much for being in the chat. I don't know if there's anybody else present in there because I haven't got the chat up for today. Um, I didn't want to overload my mobile internet, and I'm still pressing buttons now. Okay, it stopped. Um, <laughs> So yeah, thanks very much, guys. Uh, I've forgotten how the outro goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we change things every now and then. Um, yeah, I've gone. Uh, if you want to join in on the Discord, <laughs> if you want to join in on the Discord, have a patreon.com forward slash Nintendo. You can subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. Um, if you want to find us on any social media platform, that's YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Head over to those at Game Pass News and you'll find us there. If you want any sweet merchandise uh, with our logo on, our faces, head over to redbubble.com, look for the shop for Game Pass News um, and buy some things there. We've got some awesome, like all our current logos are on there and I believe our past logos are still hiding around somewhere, which is nice if you want some nostalgia from us and how we first started. And if you are listening to this via podcast, please, 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 as part of the uh, co-op campaign give us some reviews give us some feedback we like to read them and hopefully if we we start getting some more we'll read them live in our show thanks very much guys for listening and until next time we shall see you later see you later guys <laughs>